Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Welcome to Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. <laughs> and I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Do you, do you <laughs> oh think this boy. could be a new thing for us? I feel like what we were doing, mm-hmm. and again, we didn't discuss this beforehand. I was just kind of following your lead. Yeah, and it was something that just came to me, I'm going to say, from on high. Yeah. And, you know, in my philosophy on these things, I mean, I I always go back to the big dogs shirts. <laughs> right. You know, lead, follow, or get out the way. Yeah, sure. I choose follow. Yeah. Well, if you don't, you choose follow. Yeah. And it doesn't but, matter that can... I've got another dog's butt in my face. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the view never changes. Mm-hmm. It's now, a nice dog butt. You you know what I always go by. It's a Big Johnson t-shirt. Oh, sure. If I could remember what it said on a Big Johnson t-shirt, this reference would be a lot more effective. So, Jesse, you're always, when you go to Big Johnson, I remember one. Yeah. You When you go to Big Johnson's casino, you're always getting the, hold on. Yeah, you okay. Lick, you lick her in the front and poke her in the rear. There we go. At Big Johnson's Casino. That's the kind of high-quality wisdom yeah. that we look to. From the outrageous fat guy shirts of the 90s. <laughs> I I also look to those those shirts with geckos on them. Mm, yeah, sure. That had something to do with surfing? Probably. Anyway, so what I gathered from your tone mm-hmm. was that this show will now be joined in, in media race. So it kind of felt to me like you were doing a, oh, hi, I didn't see you standing there. We were just chatting, and now we're welcoming you, the listener, in. Well, I think it's warmer because this is a conversational show. I don't sure. know if you knew that, Jordan. Yeah. This is a conversational program. It's mm-hmm. as though the listener is visiting our home. Right. Does that make sense? It's as though we're just sitting in front of a, a warm, crackling fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got a cat on your lap. Mm-hmm. I've got a dog on my lap. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian has a third animal on his lap, sure. probably a turtle. Sure, yeah. And we're all stroking the animals. Yeah, we're poking the animals with our erections. <laughs> we're we're calmly we're calmly petting yeah. the animals, mm-hmm. something that they would enjoy because we're not animal abusers. No, of course not. And uh, you know, we're just enjoying the fire and enjoying what I call fellowship. Mm-hmm. And the listener is then invited into the fellowship, uh, and it's it's a sort of each of us wears a ring. It's a it's called a fellowship of the ring. <laughs> I'd watch out for one of those rigs. Okay, fair enough. I I just think that the listener, the Jordan Jesse Go listener, and every week on Jordan mm-hmm. Jesse Go we talk about some things. I think the Jordan Jesse Go listener is looking for a certain collegial familiarity sure. that a gentle, warm laugh at the beginning of the show is going to introduce into the proceedings. Okay. In a way that our awkward, stilted attempts at broadcasting almost certainly are not. And I just want to reassure the listener yeah. that not only will we welcome you into our home every week, right? roar and fire, hot beverage, all that, but we'll only poke you with our erections <laughs> if we get consent first. Right? Affirmative consent. Sure. That's Which our to role. me is sexy. Yeah. I don't know about you. I, Some little... people, thank you. No, I'm not. I don't do it for the applause. A second person who's not me is applauding. Uh, yeah, I just think there's nothing hotter. Can I tell you one other and thing? Some sweet. Tight consent. Can I tell you one other thing, Jordan? Some tight, sloppy yeah. consent. I'm not sure if I'm comfortable with this at this so, point. So, yeah. I was definitely <laughs> comfortable at the beginning, but... <laughs> well, but I'm, sloppy? I'm sliding off Sure, board. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to point out a lot of listeners don't know that we share a house. 
yes, that's true. Um, it's not when we were fighting, we drew a line down the middle. You had to stay on your side and I had to stay on my side. But then well, we came back together when I had that baby in the elevator. Here's the thing, Jordan. My boss was coming over. All you had to do was make a goddamn casserole. Yeah. Let's introduce our guest. We blew a lot of plot lines on that one episode, by the way. <laughs> we sure it's weird did. that all those things happened in one episode. We sure did. I also had my period. <laughs> so it was, it was a fir- big one. It was your first one, so we learned a little something. At it the was end. a big one, Jordan. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's worth it. And when you're when you're writing a pilot, you have to establish the world. Sure. You know what I mean? That's the for you establish the characters, you establish the world. You want to you want a a clear and exciting milieu. Mm-hmm. And that's why. Within the span of 20 minutes, you have to have a baby in an elevator. Right. Draw a line down the middle of the apartment. Two different pets. And two different pets. Two different erections. <laughs> They're not as different as you might think. <laughs> They're both white. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> and finally, boss comes over for dinner. Boom. You got a pilot. Yeah. We stole it from WKRP, which many people regard as the perfect pilot. <laughs> That's true. Good mm-hmm. work. Thank you. Good work, Jordan. What a bad episode. What are you, a television writer? <laughs> Um, okay. Okay. Well, should we introduce our guest on the program? Because I to. am Jordan. Yeah, I'm over the moon about this situation. Me too. I, I, I'll, I'll see you up there over the moon because that's where I'm headed as well. Yeah. Who knows where we'll land? Yeah. Hopefully, Hopefully among be... the stars. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, our guest on the program, one of the stars. In fact, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I don't want you, Jordan, mm-hmm. to tell past guests, Aisha Tyler. Judy Greer, Mm -hmm. future guest, Chris Parnell, H. John Benjamin, Mm -hmm. that I'm about to say this. And in fact, don't say them that I did say it after I have said it. Okay. Can I tell that guy from Justified who's on it every now and then? Yeah. And you you can tell the Trailer Park Boys who guest starred one time. Sure. Uh, I have one favorite character on my favorite television program. That favorite character is Pam. Favorite television program is Archer on the FXX Network. Guess who's here? The actress who portrays her on the television program, Archer, Amber Nash. Hi, guys. Hi, Amber. I'm so excited to be here. We're excited that you're here. Yeah, we're excited. Let's be honest. This is a bigger reach for us than it is for you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, guys? I just want to let you know that I have had a baby in an elevator and I've had my first period. Wow. I already feel like I'm fitting right in. You are at minimum a B-plot. Yeah. You might yeah. even move up to A story. Sure. <laughs> if we can get one more exciting thing to happen to you. You could be recurring on this. Oh, fancy. And that's when the real money starts coming that's in. That's right. Once you start recurring. That is right. Do you think you could start an investigation as to who's eating your food out of the fridge? Absolutely. And <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. She's yeah. all she's up. She's boosted. How, what now I just want to pitch you one more. Okay. What about you get strung out on pet pills, a la Saved by the Bell? Why not? Or I could get locked. In a refrigerator mm-hmm. in a junkyard. Oh, right. I like that. Remember that deep cut? And that teaches a lesson, too. It certainly does. Stay away from junkyards. Yeah. How is it? And I'm, we're, look. What was that, Small Wonder? We're, no, it was Punky Brewster. Punky Brewster. Yeah. Punky Brewster. We've had a fanciful discussion of an imagined television program on which we're all featured. Mm-hmm. And that's wonderful. That's a kind of special bit or shtick that Jordan mm-hmm. Jesse Go listeners love. But my question to you is a sincere one. Was getting locked in refrigerators a major problem in the mid <laughs> in to America. late 1980s? I think it actually was. Really? I think that those those 
you know, for those icebox style fridges. Yeah. I think they lock from the inside or something. And that's why they all have that glow in the dark tab now in case you get put in a refrigerator where you can release it and yeah. get out. Now that's in a that's in a trunk. Yeah, I've seen that tab you're right. I'm messing with you. <laughs> okay. Don't try and tell us a trunk is a fridge. I know a trunk's not a fridge. Amber Nash is here, what, three minutes? She's already pulling my leg. (laughs) Hey, guess what, Jordan? I like her. (laughs) Watch out, guys. This is fun. Okay? (laughs) Amber Nash from our favorite television show. Woo! Um, Welcome. You you are not... Uh, you do not live in LA. You I live in not. Atlanta. True. You're visiting us. Welcome. Thank you. Um, you're here doing press. Yeah. Uh, what what sorts of exciting press have you done? You know, leading up to this, the disappointing appearance on Jordan Jesse Go. I gotta say, this has been the most fun so far. Really? Okay. Yeah, I had a great. And I mean, let, we're, even we're better early than that on. Reuters phoner. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much exciting stuff happening. I'm other. I'm doing other stuff out here too. You know, just like general actory stuff. Right. Okay. But I gotta tell you, Los like Angeles. Like Shakespeare in the Park. Yeah, of course, of course, yeah. <laughs> um, and a little bit of dinner theater. Oh, sure, like some mystery yep. stuff. Okay. Yep, yep. I'm working on my tight five stand up. Oh wow! So you, you're I'm really, really busy. I'm really yeah. Busy. So I just I gotta tell you. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to make it out to the dinner theater this year. It's okay. Don't worry, Jordan. You can catch her on the Ed Asner Theater Cruise. <laughs> Just want to know. I have performed on a cruise ship. Who done it? <laughs> Who done it? It might have been an audience member. What? Crazy. Oh, man. Crazy. Can I have some more bread? I have worked at dinner theater as well. What okay, kind, wait, okay let's start with okay. cruise ship. Two, okay. Yes. What kind of cruise ship were you on? I worked on uh, the Norwegian Cruise Lines. I think that's a relatively classy cruise line, is it not? I think so. It's the only one I've ever been on, actually. I've never actually been on a cruise as a passenger, only as a worker. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, you were down in steerage? You know, I was. With the other immigrants? And I'll tell you, the craziest thing mm-hmm. is the crew bar is fucking crazy. There's like, a bar just for the crew? Yes, and it's Whoa. like walking into an alternate dimension. It's like the bar... <laughs> Guys, I'm not a. I'm not. I, I always am a little bit worried when I tell people this, but I'm not really a nerd. Like I'm not up on nerd culture, so I'm going to make a reference that Thank I God. don't I fully fu- understand. I fucking hate geeks. I'm so <laughs> sick of those Poindexters. <laughs> Star yeah. Wars. Star Wars. I love to pound geeks. So oh, what's boy, the bar too. with the the thing that's got three boobs and all the weird the weirds? <laughs> Total Recall. Is, oh yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, the bar in Total Recall. I don't know that's, what the bar in Total Recall is called. That's the crew bar on a cruise ship. And God, I want people on Twitter to tell me. Oh, please, all of you, tell me what the bar in Total Recall was. <laughs> oh, we, I want to know. Haven't we got a new person we're directing tweets at now? We should have one. Okay. I, I think we figured one out, but uh, but I've completely forgotten what it is. If you want to, if you want to tell me. What the bar in Total Recall is. Hit up at Chuck Woolery <laughs> on Twitter. Let him know. Make sure you do it. Two and two. Um, so, okay. Okay, yeah. You felt like you were in some sort of futuristic bar where where you could see three breasts on one woman. Yeah. Okay. Did you know there's no laws on cruise ships? You know, there's also morgues. Every cruise ship has to have a morgue because people what? die out at sea. Yeah. 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 And there's like there's there was this one man that would always be. It's very bar. dangerous to motorboat a three boobed woman. <laughs> it, it could, you know, and when you're in international waters, sure, you gotta keep you somewhere. No laws. I w- so we had for a couple of years. Maximumfun.org had a cruise. Okay. Uh, Boatparty.biz, and it was a joy. It was stand up comedy thing and uh, music as well. Lots of great. Uh, our friend John Darnell and Mountain Goats. So lots of great people were there. It was a wonderful time and. People would say to me, oh, you're doing a cruise. 
haven't you ever read that David Foster Wallace thing? I had read that David Foster Wallace thing. I was fine with it. David Foster Wallace is a supposedly fun thing I'll never do mm-hmm. again. He's wrong, by the way. Actually, cruises are pretty fun. Uh, but uh, I, I had read that, and you know, David Foster Wallace was grumpy about various things, made up various quotes, had a lot of long sentences, and overall was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. The real thing to read if you do not ever want to, want to go on a cruise is uh, uh, our friend John Ronson wrote a piece about cruises that's just about unexplained murders and disappearances <laughs> yeah, and how there's no law. They're all like all cruise ships are, are fl- float under the flag sure. of a weird countries that have no law enforcement and certainly no law enforcement that's free uh, to get in a boat and go meet another boat and investigate a possible murder. So it's like they, they're like Bahamian or something. Yeah. Like the Bahamian police force is just 40 guys in the Bahamas and they're pretty focused on the Bahamas. Sure. Things happening there. <laughs> So, like, if you want to murder someone, <laughs> they're just, too busy with all those mamas. Just being you know, exactly. Bahama mamas. Yeah, exactly. No drama, those Bahama mamas. <laughs> Thank God, I fucking hate drama. I know, I, I hate, hate drama. drama. I love hikes, <laughs> but I hate drama. <laughs> I love hikes. Uh, There's one thing I. Sorry. You can basically push anyone off of a cruise ship yeah. to their death with no repercussions. You know what else you can do? What's Eat that? as much shrimp as you want. Yeah, in a bathrobe. People go to the buffet in fucking bathrobes. I'm not joking. People are disgusting. People, wow. We all know that human beings are disgusting. <laughs> and when you put a bunch of them together in one place out at sea, it's just like, you're right. Like, all bets are off. Like, anything can happen. People run on the treadmill without shoes on. Like, what is going on here, people? Like, the chocolate fountain is just Disgusting. They can only do it once a week because people fucking flip out because they have this giant like buffet of chocolate and people lose their goddamn minds. <laughs> so okay, ever. So what was your job on the cruise? Was this like a was this like a improv comedy yeah. thing? Okay. I was actually with Second City, so I was performing. Okay. Um, you know, reviews. How were those cruise audiences? They were great. I mean, you know, they're excited. They're, they probably sure. would, would not go see a Second City show on their own or don't live in a place where they can go see one. Right. Uh, so, yeah, they were always really great. And then once you did a show, though, you're stuck on a boat with these people for five more days. Right. And you're like a celebrity all of a sudden yeah. because you did one show that everybody on the boat saw. Sure. So then, you know, you're getting hounded by people. Um, and and I want to know more about this crew bar. Like okay. you 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 describe it as some sort of sci-fi nightmare. What, <laughs> Is it what, even what underground? What a, what about it? There's no okay. There's no windows because okay. it's in the like it's in the belly like of the secret, ship. Yeah, there's like a secret levels of the ship. Yeah, that people who have paid to be there cannot go to right. Yeah, and it's it's like you have to have renounced your passport to go down there, right? <laughs> and then and then the people, the crew that are down there aren't allowed to go to any other bar on the ship because they can't be up with the passengers. Oh, oh, interesting. And so it's like this room in the belly of the ship, and there's like plexiglass walls, and you can smoke in there. And everybody does, and there's hundreds of people crowd. And people on cruise shows, people are from all over the world. Yeah, there's people from the Philippines, there's people from Russia, there's people from everywhere, and so it's just this like packed, smoky, crazy place. There's this Russian man that was like the guy that would basically put the giant anchor down. That was like his job on the ship. Yeah. Oh, on the ship, not in the bar. <laughs> not in the bar. <laughs> like, I thought it was like a regular. Everybody's like, Yevgeny! And he comes in and slams an anchor down and puts his hands up and everybody lifts him up and gives him a free beer. I wish. 
Uh, but he would walk around on his hands all the time. That's just one of the things he did because he had incredible upper body strength. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're going to work the anchor. Right. Work the anchor. Sure. You know what? You always, got, you always got to work the anchor and don't forget about the balls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought the anchor was the balls, but maybe the anchor's the taint? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell you. Okay. Yeah, so uh, if... Let's, it's a, okay, it's let's, a tortured <laughs> metaphor. Let's talk about ship as penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe the mast is the shaft? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... So in this bar, plexiglass walls, yeah. hundreds of people from all over the world, but all mm, drifters. Yeah, I mean, because you have to be. Most of these people work on yes. nine-month contracts. Men and women without a country. Right, because you, you know, after you've been out at sea for nine months, you go home. It's like, you don't still have your apartment you've been airbnb in the Philippines. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, you don't... It's now a prison for, run by the secret police. Right. And so you just <laughs> sign on for another contract. So most of these people don't have homes. Yeah. And the, you go to the crew bar because it's cheap. So, Wait, they still you know. charge you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing, too. Like, we were allowed to be in, like, the passenger areas so we could drink at other bars, but it's too expensive. It's like $12 for a drink, and so the money you're oh, making boy. on the ship, you sure. spend drinking. Dumping right into your face. Yeah. How much, is a, how much does a drink cost underground? Oh, like two bucks for a beer. Whoa. Yeah. That's a good It's like value. a college yeah, bar. Right? That's, that's really, really value. nice. Yeah. Do, they pay, do they pay the people that are under... These lesser people that live underneath the ground. Yeah, the underground These mole folk. The sure. chuds yeah. the, of yeah. the ship. <laughs> ship chuds. Yeah, yeah, ship chuds. <laughs> these, these ship chuds, these... Hold on, I think I found our metaphor. you got to work the chuds. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's The chuds great. are the balls of the ship. These yeah. cabin-dwelling, humanoid underground dwellers. Yes. Oh, nice. Uh... Do they uh, do they get paid minimum wage, or do they just get paid? Are they essentially indentured servants? You know, I don't know the answer to that, but yeah. I think it's somewhere in the middle. Like, I don't think it's a great thing, but I think a lot of times it's like they're still making more money than they would in the countries they come from, and so right. they're sending because they have no living expenses barely, so they're just sending all that money home. So I do think it's somewhere in the middle. Do you when you do this? Because we had a listener actually. Years ago, when we did the cruise, there was a listener who was a cruise comic. Oh, yeah. And he was a fan of the show. And when he heard we were doing the cruise, he looked at his schedule and he was actually on one of our cruises. Which awesome. Was great. He was a really lovely guy. And he uh, very kindly offered uh, He very kindly offered to do a like a how to get the most out of your one day in the Bahamas uh, seminar for mm-hmm. our people. It was really great. And that guy... He basically does this six months at a time. Mm -hmm. He just goes back and forth between Miami and the Bahamas or whatever it was. Uh, Bermuda maybe it was. Anyway, uh, it goes back and forth and, you know, on these five-day cruises or whatever they are indefinitely. When you were doing it, was it like I'm going for – a week, or was it I'm going for half a year? Like for myself? Yeah. So I was on, most of the entertainers would do a four-month contract, which is quite a long time, yeah, especially yeah. if you have a regular life. Sure. Um, and the shit, like the the passengers would be on for a week. So it was a week-long cruise, so every week you'd see the same stuff. But I was on only for a month because I was filling in for somebody, so it was almost the perfect amount of time. Like yeah. four months, you start to go crazy. One month, you're like, this is all still kind of cool. I've only been yeah, to yeah. Anchorage three times. I still enjoy shrimp. Yeah, I do. I still do, um, even to this day. Now uh, you- can I ask you a question? Yeah. To this day, yeah. it's 2017 now, I don't know what year it was when you were doing this, do you still reflexively ask for an audience suggestion anytime you see an all-you-can-eat soft-serve <laughs> ice cream machine? No, but I can imagine that's pretty scary if that had happened. Yeah. 
Uh, you also said you did a little dinner theater. I did. Uh, tell us about that. So there's this place in Atlanta that actually, for an Atlanta actor back in the day, was like the best gig you could get. Like mm. it was very lucrative. And it's a dinner theater where audience members come in and everybody in the audience. I've never been to another dinner theater, so I can't compare yeah. it to anything. It's the only one I've ever been to. I've been to Medieval Times and the Pirate Medieval Times. There's, There's a, a pirate, pirate medieval, medieval time. It's called Pirates. <laughs> One, two, three, Jinx, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> it's called Pirates, a dinner adventure. Where is it? I want to go <laughs> there. It is a block away from medieval times. Do they oh just give God. you weevil-infested heart attack? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to you that... have to eat limes so you don't get scurvy. So you know like when you go to one of those things, you're like you know who you can go with. Like you got some friends that are way too cool for that shit, but sure. you got some friends that are like Man, if you're up for it, you can have a fucking blast. If mm. you're willing to pay $15 for a beer and just have some yes. fun, like it can really be fun. Mm. So yeah. that's how the theater theater was. Like Jordan you just got to be in for it. Jordan and our friend Chris Fairbanks were kind enough to go with me to the arena football game once to see the LA Kiss, the arena football team owned R. by R. the P. band Kiss. Oh my uh, god. And so Jordan is, needless to say, one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. like you're Who up is, for it. As we say, DTC. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> DTC um, down to cloud. Oh, down to cloud. Okay, oh, yeah. Nice. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I you... thought you went down to Cunnilingus. <laughs> <laughs> He's down to Cunnilingus well, too. If it comes yeah. to it, you know. You never know. Listen, let's just have fun. Let's just hang out. Yeah. Why do we have to? Let's see where this goes. I agree. Well, I don't think we should put labels on this. Oh God, I hate labels. <laughs> oh, if there's one thing I hate more than labels, it's drama. Oh, I hate oh! drama. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Too too committed. Jesse actually knocked over his microphone and threw off his uh, headphones. That's how much he hates drama. So, <laughs> yes, you, okay. I would like I didn't to back have up. A drink to throw in. My I would face. like to back up a tad. You said it's one of the best gigs for an actor in Atlanta. Yeah. What are the other gigs for an actor in Atlanta? Well, now you it's can a play little bit Wolf different. Wolf Blitzer on CNN. <laughs> sure. True, uh, but actually, there's a huge like. I mean, guys in Los Angeles. All the work that's leaving here is going to Atlanta. Yeah, like there's so much happening in Georgia. Like uh, so many movies were. Shot you make there all last the year. Fast and Furious movies out there, right? They make just about everything out there, as yeah. far as I can tell. And a lot of TV shows, and not just The Walking Dead. Like there's so many things that are shooting there. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, interesting. You know, our friend Don Glover, mm-hmm. uh, he makes the show Atlanta. Mm-hmm. That show is actually shot in Edmonton. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. You tax ed- credit. Edmonton, Edmonton? Edmonton tax, for Atlanta. Tax credit. My husband's actually from Edmonton, Alberta. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, so thing. I guess is... I never hear anybody make a reference to Edmonton. That's why it's so interesting. They is have it... a mall there. <laughs> they have a giant mall. Yeah. Uh, is a coveted first job for an Atlantean actor... Zombie on Walking Dead. Now I want to be clear. They're from the We're lost city of Atlantis. We're talking about an, an Atlantis <laughs> actor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're an Atlantean actor, Aquaman. Yeah, I mean that's ideal. It pretty much begins and ends with Aquaman. Yeah. Or that new live action Little Mermaid. They're doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe could be. Okay. I mean, there's also tons of theater in Atlanta too. So there's you know okay. it depends on what you're into. Yeah. Whether you're doing theater or comedy or you want to be in movies, but lots of people's like moms will be extras on Walking Dead. Like they need so many zombies. And the crazy thing is, this is so funny, is that now the show's been going on for a while. So the people have been zombies for a long time. So they need zombies to get thinner and thinner. Uh, so yeah. they're looking for like really thin actors in Atlanta, which has some of the best southern food you can find. <laughs> yeah. So it was actually pretty hard. They had like this call out for like emaciated actors to sure. play zombies. 
maybe you should place a call to hello West Los Angeles on the line. <laughs> We're eating air sandwiches over here, okay? Okay, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, so what was the what was the topic of your dinner theater play? Oh man, there's so many. It's always uh, I've done a few. So one of the this is one of the great things about this place is uh, we did one that was like a Dancing with the Stars spoof. Okay, and that's funny that they were parodies. Oh, they all are. Yeah, and the title. Get ready for this, guys. Can we guess? Please. Okay. Funny take on the title, Dancing with the Stars. At now, Jordan, a dinner theater. I, I am going to give you a second to think about this. And while you're thinking about it, I'm going to tell our audience, our mm-hmm. at-home audience, who can only hear what's going on, that Amber Nash gave us such a, let's see what you'll say, take, mm-hmm. that it is truly mesmerizing. <laughs> really Genuinely, nice, yeah. I'm talking about not just chin on closed hand. Mm-hmm. Extended finger and mm-hmm. thumb, stroking thoughtfully mm-hmm. with a laser-like focus. It was. On Mr. It Morris. was. It was such a. It was an such an extreme take. It was like. It was like you are the the fun adult in a Disney Channel show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, it's called commitment. Commitment. Now remember, um, make this a is choice. A dinner theater. It's a murder mystery dinner theater. Right. Right. Okay. So, okay, so it is at once a murder mystery and a parody of Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. Oh, boy, I was going to say. What if Jerry Rice got murdered? I was going to say Dancing with the Farts, but now I don't know what to think. <laughs> uh, I think it was called. It was called. Da- Dancing with the Corpses. And oh, I'm, I'm, pretty good. Okay. Stabbing with the stars. Fuck. Oh, yeah, that's, that's better. Well, that's better. That's better. What was Guys, it actually? It was called Dancing and Dying with the Stars. Oh, that is less clever so than you, our version. I know. You get both. Yeah, that's right. And let me tell you. So it's, you know, it's a title and a value proposition. Mm-hmm. Very much so. You know that one of the hosts of Dancing with the Stars is Tom Bergeron. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you. I'll let you guess this too. So imagine what Tom Bergeron's character might have been called in this show if not Tom Bergeron. Tom okay. Bludgeonon. Oh. <laughs> Oh, still, these are still going to be better than what it actually was. I'm going to say bomb Bergeron. <laughs> you know, my vision of this is more bombs. of a war-torn tragedy <laughs> yeah, yeah. situation. I like the idea it's of a Northern mystery. Ireland during the Troubles. Somebody's got to find out who was killed by this bomb. <laughs> um, it was his name was Tom Burger and Fries. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That sucks so bad. <laughs> Tom Burger and Fries. That's what you get when you let really a good. dog write jokes. <laughs> so who did you play? Bill Nye the Science Guy? Uh-huh. Well, it's only two actors that play all the characters. So really? I played lots of different characters. But wow. honestly, I don't remember. Because How many so hats long. did you have? Um, lots of wigs. Okay. Yeah, lots of wigs. Cool. And ball gowns because, you know, you got to have dancing outfits on. No, you have to. So you yeah. pr- did you have to – how many different styles of dance did you have to do? Um, none, because the director was like, we know Amber can't dance, and this will be a nightmare. <laughs> there was another show I did there that I had to sing in, and they were just like, you are terrible. I had to do like a, um, a uh, what's the, shit, the, uh, the Mayberry show, what's it called? You Mayberry? Know? Yeah, you know. Oh, I, yeah, I Andy don't know. Andy Griffith. Okay. Andy Griffith show. Um, what was this, what was the actor that played it's his? Ron Howard? No. His, Don Knotts. Don Knotts, yeah. yeah. He had to do a Don Knotts impersonation at one point. You did. Yeah, and it was terrible. How, Ron Howard was on that, right? Yeah, he was Opie. He was okay. the child. Yeah, Thank he you. was Opie Taylor. Went on to direct Frost Nixon. 
Oh. It's a fun fact. Really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. I did not know Thank that. Thank you. I'm the king of movie trivia. Oh, you really are? I don't... Amber, when you came in here, did you think that you were sitting with the king of movie trivia? I had no idea. It's true. I had no idea. Hey, Jordan. What? Let me ask you this. Okay. You know uh, the movie, mon- the famous movie monster E.T. from the movie E.T.? Of course. I'm the king of movie trivia. Only the king of movie trivia would know this. E.T., and this is kind of a challenge to Jordan Amber. Okay. What does it stand <gasps> for? Whoa, who knows that? What sure. does it stand for? E.T., the monster from the movie E.T., directed by Steven Spielberg. Well, again, I think that they do eventually reveal what E.T. stands for, mm-hmm. but uh, it's not something you can get on a current version of the film. There's a laser disc out of E.T. Oh, really? put out in 1993, and it's just... the. It's the only version of the film. To me, to me, to me, to it's, you, Jordan? to me, it's the only version of the film. To you, the king to, of movie trivia. To me, it's the only version of the film. All right. I mean, I sorry, I care about weird stuff like aspect ratio. <laughs> right. <laughs> sorry, that makes me a little bit of a geek. Yeah. I love aspect sorry, ratio. Sorry, I know that you. I know that you hate geek. geeks, but I'm a big geek. And I'm a I'm kind of a butch jock. So sure. I like pounding geeks. So <laughs> it's jocks right. love to call themselves butch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real butch. <laughs> right I'm a real now. bear. I'm a real bear of a jock. <laughs> right now, all I can think about is pounding geeks. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, four eyes. I'm going to get you. So Steve, Steven Spielberg said in an interview that you can only see on the Laserdisc released mm-hmm. in 1993 is yeah. E.T. stands yes. for even taller because of the scene where he stretches his neck up. Got it. Even taller. Wow. Oh, I remember that. King of movie trivia. He stretches his neck to eat those Skittles he loves. That's the one. Wow. King of movie trivia. King of trivia. The K of T, my friend. Mm-hmm. The K of T. Okay, look. Okay. It's Max Fun Drive time. So let's take a quick break. Yes. We'll be back in just a second. With more Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hey, Jordan, what time is it? It's the Max Fun Drive time. This is my favorite the time. Time of the drive. This is the this is what they call the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> yeah. That is, yeah, when that song, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Some think it's about Christmas. Those, they're wrong. Those people are chumps. They're dead wrong. Those they're are probably, chumps. They're probably, they're probably Jewish or something. They don't even celebrate Christmas. Don't yeah. know what Christmas is. Yeah. It's about the Max Fun Drive. It's about the Max Fun Drive uh, where you can donate to support this show to all the other shows on MaximumFun.org and you can get a bunch of cool shit. Yeah, I think because we don't, we don't really talk most of the year about mm. the fact that this show and all the shows at MaximumFun.org mm-hmm. are supported by voluntary donations. But in fact, there are literally tens of thousands of people across this great nation who support MaximumFun.org voluntarily, uh, given a few bucks a month, and that's what keeps the lights on here. Like literally, yeah. literally 75, 80% of the money that pays for this show and all of the shows in Maximum Fun comes from folks like you who listen to the show and love it and donate to support it. It's uh, it's really terrific, and there's a lot of great people who work for Max Fun, and uh, yeah, you donating makes sure uh, they get paid. Yeah, this is literally the 12 days out of the year that we ask for your support, and it's really easy to support Maximum Fun. All you have to do is go to maximumfund.org/slash/donate. That's maximumfund.org/slash/donate. We have donation levels ranging from five dollars a month to two hundred dollars a month. 
Um, and what is really important to me, and I think probably to you as well, is not so much the amount of money that you support us with, but that you support us. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even if you just give five bucks a month, it's uh, it's really, really helping out. Uh, you get a bunch of cool, cool bonus content uh, that I think we'll talk about a little bit later. And uh, yeah, definitely helps make sure that these shows keep coming. Uh, it's awesome. It's uh, it's it's less than your Netflix and your Hulus and your Amazons. And uh, hopefully you you get as much entertainment out of uh, Maximum Fun as you do out of those things. Uh, it's less expensive and uh, it, it matters a lot, lot more. Yeah, I think we are unusual <laughs> – in that part of our business model is giving you everything for free first, yeah. then asking you for money afterwards in retrospect. <laughs> yeah, so uh, definitely uh, you can definitely keep listening without donating, but uh, the reason that we do these shows is the people we do- who donate. So, uh, yeah, a big thank you if you've uh, done it already, and if you haven't done it already— Consider it. Go over there to MaximumFun.org slash donate and learn about all the cool stuff you can get. I th- our goal for mm-hmm. the Max Fund Drive yes. this year, Jordan, 10,000 new and upgrading donors. It's ambitious. I think we can do it. Last year, our goal was 5,000. Mm-hmm. We blew past it. Yeah. We've added eight new shows in MaximumFun.org. Mm-hmm. I think this is the year that we make it to 10,000. I genuinely believe we can do this. And I say this as someone who in the past has had to swim in MacArthur Park Lake yeah. and buy a boat on Craigslist, then record an episode of this show on that boat. Then leave it out in the water and put up on Craigslist that there's a free boat and a weirdo comes and gets it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so uh, hopefully we've got a, if we've got something uh, cool like that in the hopper for this year, something that maybe we'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, MaximumFun.org slash donate. It, uh, it definitely makes a huge, huge difference. And uh, yeah, just five bucks a month uh, keeps the light on, lights on here. Yeah. Our, our friend John Hodgman from the Judge John Hodgman podcast always says, don't, 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 don't do it. Do, do, do it. Um, and I think that's like, that's the take home message. Like we can only, uh, we can only continue to do this if, you actually take 30 seconds out of your day to go to MaximumFund.org slash donate and type in your credit card number. Um, and that is like what allows this to happen. It's it's not about a huge sacrifice out of your budget. It's, uh, you know, you can find a level that you can afford comfortably. Um, what it's What it's really about is you saying like, hey, this this stuff matters to me and I would like to see things that um, – uh, I, I would like to see more of this in the world. Like I would like to see – this is the kind of thing that I, I want entertainment to be. Yeah, and, and I think the analogy that works best for me if you're like not used to donating to stuff, like maybe you're not somebody who donates to NPR or PBS or whatever, um, is that like you you, you – if you, if you think it's a reasonable thing to do to tip a bartender a dollar a drink – or uh, you know your barista on the way out of your coffee place. Uh, why not throw a buck a show to your podcasters? It yeah. uh, it definitely helps us a lot. And uh, yeah, and I don't think it uh, it'll take that much out of your bottom line. Uh, yeah, a, a buck ish a show. Let's say a dollar twenty five a show. And uh, yeah, and then and we're super super happy about it. I also want to mention one other thing, which is it's mm-hmm. I think that sometimes folks think that when they support Maximum Fun, what they're paying for is this kind of giant administrative structure and or filling a money pit in my house with gold bullion. Right. Um, 
And in fact, what happens is when you go to MaximumFun.org slash donate and you choose the level at which you want to donate, there is a part of the page where you simply check off the boxes for the MaximumFun.org shows that you listen to. And a lot of MaxFun shows are produced independently. Actually, this show is produced independently of Maximum Fun. Mm-hmm. This show is a partnership between Jordan and I, and the two of us pay Brian to produce it. Yeah. Um, and essentially what happens is uh, your $10 a month, a uh, uh, percentage of it, uh, about a quarter of it, uh, goes to keeping the lights on at the network and so on and so forth. The rest of it goes directly to the shows that you listen to. Um, so this is, you are really directly supporting my brother, my brother and me. You really are directly supporting Minority Corner. You're really, really directly uh, putting money in the pockets of all of these hosts of shows that you care about and producers of shows that you care about. I mean, like this year, I really want Beef and Dairy Network to get rich off of that fucking amazing show. <laughs> Like, that show is so wonderful and magical, and, like, I, I want him to get all the money in the world. And Maximum Fund's role in all of this is facilitating all these independent voices uh, to be able to make this part of their lives. Like, for some people, it's a full-time part of their life. Travis McElroy's a full-time podcaster these days. For some people, it's a part-time part of their life, but it's a part-time part of their life that they've been able to carve out because they're earning uh, because they're earning money doing it. Yeah, I mean, I think that definitely most of the people who do shows like this one, it's you know, it is not how they you know put put food on their table and rent over their head and food in their pet bowl, but uh, it's like a part of it. And I think that because people go and donate, they can say to themselves, "All right." This is still worth doing. This, you know, this is time I should be spent podcasting and not time I should spend <laughs> driving an Uber or riding a pilot or uh, something, something else. So, yeah, you are. I think when you donate, you're saying, hey, thanks for making time to make this show. I appreciate it. Please keep doing it. By the way, the only two legal business activities in the city of Los Angeles are driving an Uber and riding a pilot. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like for for me personally, like coming in doing Jordan Jesse Go every week is my favorite time in the entire week. And apologies to my wife and children for <laughs> saying that. But it's true. It's like the two hours of my life that I look forward to the most. And I know and I am so grateful to my friend Jordan, who has had such extraordinary success in his chosen work as a comedy writer, that he takes time out of this really demanding job uh, to make this show, and the reason that I, I know that the reason that Jordan's able to do that is because it is an actual professional pursuit. That through all these years, uh, it has been a real life job for him. Yeah. Um, and so you know that gives him that gives him what he needs to go to our friend Joe Randazzo, the head writer of At Midnight, <laughs> and say, "Hey, I need." To find two hours in my week that I can consistently show up for something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think if people didn't donate to stuff like this, that, you know, a podcast would be something that people treated like a kickball team or a bar trivia league, something they did when they had time. Yeah. We would be drunk while we were doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh so so yeah, I think I think because, you know, because people donate, uh the show can get made on a regular basis and uh yeah and people can make it a priority in their lives. Yeah, and that's uh, that's true uh you know that's true for my NPR show Bullseye as well. You won't hear me pitching on the air on Bullseye this year because uh my NPR contract prohibits it, but the money that uh, lets us make Bullseye comes from maximumfund.org donors. Don't don't be mistaken. And I 
I couldn't be more grateful that I that I work for you and that I don't work for uh, advertisers or sponsored content mm-hmm. makers or uh, the government or whoever else. That I don't live grant to grant. Um, the fact that you guys go to MaximumFun.org slash donate and support us is, is absolutely magical to Well, me. I do have a feeling that NPR is only going to get richer in the coming years. <laughs> so, Yeah, well, there's the filthy lucre for, for public broadcasting that's bill true. that's currently racing through Congress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to get – let's get back uh, to Amber Nash. Uh, your job is to go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Amber Nash, good time gal. It's a fun, it's a fun nickname. Guys, great news. Oh my gosh, I love great news. Now, Jordan, I know that you know a lot. Mm-hmm. Amber, I know that you know tons. Oh gosh, you wouldn't even, you don't know the half of it. It just so happens, my daughter Grace, is five years old in mm-hmm. kindergarten, knows everything. Okay. Mm. A lot of people would not expect that coming from a five-year-old. Uh, but she's learned a lot. Do you say things to her like you're an old soul? Yeah, she yeah. is. I yeah. like it when she's adults do stuff. She's always, kids. She's always whittling, right? And staring <laughs> off into the middle distance. Yeah. She, is she? She's really into birding. Mm-hmm. The movie Shack is based on her. The Shack is right. Have you guys seen that movie? <laughs> Wait, this the, is the... I think Shaq is a basketball player. <laughs> first this of all, is the, this is the. Are movie... you thinking of the movie Inside the NBA on TNT? Uh, thirty for thirty. Uh, no. <laughs> so, the, so the Shack, from what I understand, is a movie where the human from Avatar, yeah, dies and visits a magical shack where. God, the three parts of God, right? The the Trinity, are played by three different actors. All three Samuel L. Jackson. All three Samuel L. Jackson, in different <laughs> fun wigs. And then it's it's like it's one of these it's one of these faith based movies yeah. that they try and like rally churches to go like to, a right? Kirk right. Cameron produced thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little slicker than that, uh, and I think it has some actual good actors in it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's my understanding about the Shack. Yeah. Anyway. That's all. Is that what... That is, is the reference I was making. If you yes. could play God, the Son, or the Holy Spirit, <laughs> Boy. which would wow. you choose? It's got to be the Holy Ghost, baby. Yeah, I'm ghosting too. Boom. Yeah, Yeah, me too. I mean, he's Boo. a fun one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's always getting up in people's business. Yeah, you never know what he's going to do. those crazy dances. He's a real prankster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Chains rattle. My five-year-old Candles Grace... float. <laughs> my five-year-old recently... Okay, so she is... Uh, she is really into books, but mm-hmm. not – I don't – like she sort of <clears throat> likes reading a book with me, like reading a story like, you know, Charlie mm-hmm. and the Chocolate Factory or whatever. Mm-hmm. But – Is she into chapter books yet? Like is she a big reader? Mm-hmm. She doesn't – her own reading is only just beginning. She's in kindergarten. And so I don't she, understand children's ages or milestones. Right. So I think she is just learning me either. to My read. next question was going to be, can she walk yet? <laughs> Are they walking at five? <laughs> um, she's just she's just starting to learn to read. Okay. So she can read words and stuff. Right. But that's about it. But as she's far not going to sit down by herself in a corner and no, read no, a book. No, no, okay. no, no. But she's very interested in books because for some reason she figured out what money was. Mm-hmm. And then she figured that's out she, she wanted. Well, you always put her down in front of Jim Cramer, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I need those picks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, uh, she figured out what money was, okay. 
And then she figured out that dad goes to the flea market to buy things to sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I have a little antique shop online. Oh. And uh, so she figured that out. And so she decided to open a bookstore. Great. So far, the customers are only myself and mm-hmm. my wife. Okay. Uh, her mother. Um, but she, she's, initially, she was recreating completely, and God forbid you interrupt her while she's doing this, mm-hmm. recreating completely books that already existed. Mm-hmm. Oh, so she's also making her own product. Yes. Okay, fantastic. Yes. I had a little book-making phase as a kid, and they were all about dinosaurs. Uh-huh. And what they would be on one page was I would draw the dinosaur – and then I would look up the dinosaur in an encyclopedia and just copy down as much as I could fit on the page. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's about where that's about where Grace is at. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also and that, those were eventually made into the hit film Jurassic Park. I oh, still congratu- live off those residuals. <laughs> congratulations, wow. yeah. congratulations! Wow. And people do not create climate change. Is that, is that right, Michael <laughs> yes, Grayton? That's true. <laughs> I'm both dead and a climate change denier. Um, uh, though I will say this: my my wife, mm-hmm. uh, who hosts uh, the podcast One Bad Mother on this very network, she and her co-host Biz Ellis uh, wrote a book mm-hmm. that we just got copies of, uh, <clears throat> that everyone should mm-hmm. rush to Amazon and buy because mm-hmm. um, it's just just coming out now. We just got copies yesterday, and Grace, my daughter, asked my wife for a copy of the book. Which was really sweet. Mm-hmm. Like it was sort of like, what is she? What will she think about this? You know, what is this? But she asked her for a copy, and my wife inscribed it to her and gave it to her, and then uh, she opened a bookstore to sell it. Mm, that's that's clever. That's story. clever. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I brought a book that my daughter wrote this week. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, that was probably her most ambitious original work. Okay. How much dinosaur information are we getting out of this? Now, what's weird is she is I. She, she had previously billed herself as a paleontologist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. She would introduce, "Hi, I'm Grace. I'm a paleontologist. Mm-hmm. Paleontologists are out." Batgirl is in. Okay. So now she says, hi, I'm Batgirl. Okay. Okay. Uh, she is obsessed with getting a Bat motorcycle for her birthday. Mm-hmm. And she needs to save. The other reason she needs to sell books is to save to buy the herself bat a Bat motorcycle. Oh. Well, that's good. At least and, she knows that, you know, you don't just get things for free. Right. right. Exactly. So this book is called. she's the commissioner's daughter. <laughs> and I want to emphasize, this is the name that she herself chose. Mm-hmm. It's called Grace Knows Everything. Mm-hmm. By Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, the first page, the headline is Rules. That's spelled R-O-L-L-S, mm-hmm. or Rolls. <laughs> uh, the first rule is... You're going to be reading this at her wedding. We all know that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay great. I've already, Unless there's a better one coming. <laughs> I've already had this book bronze. Okay, yeah. okay good. Uh, the first rule, don't poop in the bath. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about Grace Club. <laughs> the second rule, don't stay in the house. Wow. Oh. I guess that's about us trying to get her out the door, get her go uh, do stuff. Yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Yep. Uh, or is it like when my when I was a kid, my mom would be like, "Get outside, go play outside." Yes. You yeah. know, it's, maybe it's one of those things. The second page, uh, the headline is "Women's March." Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, my daughter went to the women's march with Great. with my wife, um, and it says, "At the women's march, be kind." Ah. Uh. Well, that's nice. that's a that good one. Yeah, that's just a nice. Yeah, it really is. And do not poop at the women's march. No. It's sort of implied. Are there sure. pictures that are going along with these? This is text only. Text only. Okay. Yeah. Next page, pizza. Sort of encyclopedia style book. Mm-hmm. It's all, yeah. uh, it's all alphabetical so far. Pizza. Yeah, maybe it's not. P 
pizza is for eating. Okay. Not for, does she get in trouble for like playing with her food? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Okay. <laughs> uh, next page is stapler. Be careful mm-hmm. with them. Oh boy. Yeah. I've had, I've had a couple stapler accidents in my day. Yeah. yeah. Who hasn't? It can be tough. I poked myself in the finger in, I'm going to say, freshman year of high school with a staple that I was trying to fix or something to impress uh, a girl. Oh, she That's had a clogged stapler. Happens. It was you know, Jennifer like, Tanaka's stapler. Step aside, honey. Right in the Well, that's old. what you get for trying to mansplain staplers. I know. Do you uh, think that maybe she stapled those pages together before she started writing the book, and that's why that's where that one came from? Yeah, I think that's probably yeah. right. Uh, this next page is called How Money Came Here at First. Hmm. Um, people didn't want to use gold, so they used money. That's exactly what happened. I mean, yeah, that's that's accurate. The <laughs> next page is called Babies. Okay. It says, some babies don't only drink breast milk. They also drink formula. Oh, Oh. because some babies have allergies. That's scientific. (laughs) Um, Seeds and plants is the next page. Wow. Seeds and plants. A seed turns into a plant with water. Wow. Wow. That's also very yeah, that's all useful. This is, all this is airtight. I mean, this is useful not just for me, but if there was a catastrophe on Earth, I didn't know how to turn a seed into a plant. Oh, yeah. I'd look back at this book. I luckily, mean, yeah. yeah. You'd probably find a society somewhere where people didn't know about agriculture and were still pooping in the house. Yeah. It's <laughs> because they, yeah. this book was burned in the, in the great in calamity. The great fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, next page is called ABC. Mm-hmm. And it's just the alphabet. Okay. Well, well the alphabet, the lyrics of the alphabet song. I see at the bottom here. It says, "Now I know my ABCs." Uh-huh. Yeah, just in case you know it was found by somebody that didn't understand the English alphabet. This could be the new Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Have we thought about shooting this into space somehow? Yeah, or putting I think this we on some put sort this of on golden, golden record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Along with Johnny vinyl. B. Good on one side and this on the other side, yeah. and yep. give it to old Voyager. Yeah. Sorry, Mozart. <laughs> you got the boot. And finally, and I know that you guys may think you know other things, but the truth is this is all knowledge because yeah. yeah. Grace knows everything. Yeah. It's on the, it's on the front. So uh, The final page is sharpening pencils. Mm-hmm. It says, and this is, and I don't know you guys, I don't look like you're taking notes, but you might think about it. Okay. I see Daniel is taking notes. Thank you, Daniel, on the board. I'm actually recording on my phone. I'm just taking like a voice memo. I emailed this to myself later. Put the pencil in the sharpener, and spin. Wow. Boy. Yeah. Wow. Is Are are you worried that Hodgman will sue her <laughs> for stealing his thing? Yeah, she's working on a new book. It's called Vacation Land. Okay. It's about her summer house in Maine. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I think Grace improved upon it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think you might, guys might have to work this out in court. Here's the, here's okay. the honest truth, Jordan. Yeah. I think she's headed for stardom. And you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. Agreed. Yeah. Totally no, I agreed. mean, yeah. I mean, I, I also like that she is learning that to succeed in, you know, entertainment publishing, you got to be a little ruthless. And yeah. if you got to yep. stick one between Hodgman's shoulder blades, sometimes that's what you got to do, you know? I Hodge- also think it's ballsy that she seemingly 
stapled all the pages together first before she started writing. So yeah. she decided how many pages it was going to be before she even put pencil to construction paper. Yeah. She keeps it all up there in her head like a professional gambler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Rain Man mm-hmm. from the movie Rain Man. He's got all kinds of knowledge in his head. Yeah. Like uh, uh, like Matt Damon from that movie uh, about math. Oh, yeah. He's got all those numbers in his head. Sure. Which one was that? The, uh, the Born Identity. The Born Identity, <laughs> starring Jason Bourne as Matt Damon. Mm. <laughs> Look out, here comes Ben Affleck. He's friends with you. <laughs> and he's getting help for his drinking problem. Where'd the two of you meet? The beautiful men friendship area? <laughs> it's Boston, Boston, Massachusetts. Oh. Otherwise known as the beautiful men friendship area. Do you think they're friends with Marky Mark? I mean, they've got, yeah, they think they have little Boston parties. Do you think there's a part of Boston? I think there's like a, you know, how like bars will be the blank bar. Like, oh, this is the, this is the like Wisconsin sports bar. I bet there's a, there's a, you know, Boston bar in Hollywood. Right. And I bet they get, they, they head on down there. They meet Marky Mark. Yeah. And the Mighty Mighty Bostons. And they all watch the socks. Yeah. They yeah. all watch the socks. Come on. Gita sucks. Yeah. And then they talk about uh, what it's like to be so beautiful. It's probably a... every member of the Mighty Mighty Bostons is very handsome. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, they're what? gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. They're gorgeous. And the best part, no drama. No wow, drama. no drama. Oh, I hate drama. Yeah, you guys hate it. Jordan hates drama. Mm-hmm. I also hate drama, if I'm being frank. Well, mm-hmm. I believe you. If I'm being frank, which I am never less than, mm-hmm. I don't care for drama. Don't need it. Don't want it. <laughs> Agreed, guys. I'm on that beam. Love don't pets. bring that across my threshold, mm-hmm. Amber Nash. Mm-hmm. No way, Jose. You sit now, Amber. Yes. You seem like a straight shooter. I, I Yeah. I'm actually known for that at home. Straight shooter, you got a question you want to ask me that you want Wait, shot straight? You're a you are a sniper too, right? I am. I yeah. am. I'm a trained sniper. Boom, right in the brainstem. Yep. Pow! Right. I do wish that I had an ability like that, like either that or to be able to sing really well. Yeah, <laughs> like one of those two things. Either else. sniping or singing. Yeah, I feel like it's just like really powerful. Both of those things. You're either gonna like kill somebody with a bullet or with your talent. Yeah. What if you could do both, like American Sniper himself? Oh, that'd be amazing. That was a musical, wasn't it? American What's Sniper? It? No, American I sniper. think that was a movie starring Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, the legendary sniper singer. Mm-hmm. But it is going to be, yeah, it is going to be on Broadway. Not, not, uh, Bradley Cooper is not a strong singer. I'm talking about the real-life American <laughs> Sniper. <laughs> the man it was based on? Yeah, the man who killed all the other people. He's a singer? He's also, a, he's a beautiful, beautiful singing voice. I did not voice. know that. Beautiful singing voice. A nice, beautiful high tenor. Huh. Oh, hmm. gorgeous. Wow. Gorgeous. Wow. Yeah, famous. Don't... If you hear his voice, duck and cover, buddy. Sure. So who knows if he's singing or sniping? You're about to get one Could right be, between the shoulder blades. Could yeah. be doing both, my friend. Wow. A little warning. Got to watch out for that American sniper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would be a good... That, I could see that as kind of a military thriller, the singing sniper. Amor, I don't know, maybe this is... A I mean, role I think, that I was meant to play? Yeah. This could be like a cop rock I thing. mean, people want more female-led action movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what if there's a sniper and... You don't hear it coming till you hear it coming. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, yeah. Maybe, you know, you got your bad guy. He's walking through an abandoned church somewhere scenic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just off in the rafters, he hears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're, 
humming walk, um, night moves. <laughs> Bob Seger. Night moves by Bob Seger. And then once you hear those opening strains of night moves, right. bam, right between the shoulder blades. Let me ask you. Let me, That's brilliant. Let me pitch something. Does to that kill you here. between the shoulder blades? Why would you somebody? Why would a sniper <laughs> aim for between the shoulder blades? <laughs> well, I think you're shooting, right to, par- you're shooting to paralyze. Oh, okay, yeah, got it. To take out that stem. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's my pitch for you. Andy. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not just mm-hmm. one American mm-hmm. sniper. <laughs> Jordan. Jordan, I got I a different pitch. I do love pitch. that it's Bob Seger. Jordan, Seager. you already did your pitch. Okay. I'm trying to do well, my I'm just pitch. humming night moves over here. Jordan, you already had your time to pitch, Amber. Okay. Okay. We're, not gonna, we're never going to see this woman again. Mm-hmm. Even if we do see her, she's going to not make eye contact. That's for sure. This is our chance, okay, to pitch her up a, a show business project. And I like that the part of Night Moves that you chose to hum is, like, completely unidentifiable as <laughs> Night Moves. <laughs> it's working on your Night Moves. Excuse me, our Night Moves. Okay, here's my pitch to okay. you. Yeah. It's not just one American sniper. It's a platoon of American snipers. Okay, so it's more so, of an ensemble piece. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Picture Jordan as a bad guy. Okay. He's probably of some kind of foreigner, like a Russian that stole a dirty bomb or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Not... I'm not 100% sure what a dirty bomb is, but... Me neither. I've just picture a yeah. Russian stealing one, okay? okay? Okay, And not one of the good Russians, one of the bad ones. Okay, got okay. it. Okay. Picture that. He's in, a, he's in an old industrial area. Yeah. He's just doing his dirty Russian business. Working on some night moves. <laughs> okay, fine. He's out there working on night moves. No, I mean, the show's called Night Moves. It's called Night Moves, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's a group, though. Okay. The group, you hear a pitch pipe. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then, in rich, beautiful harmony, Ida Rose, I'm home again, <laughs> Rose. <laughs> the rich sounds of a barbershop quartet singing Ida Rose from the hit Broadway mm-hmm. musical The Music Man mm-hmm. come together like nougat, chocolate, caramel, and nuts in a delicious Snickers bar. Okay. Mixing together to form something even more rich and beautiful than the original. Then from all sides, pow, 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 and just a bloody mess yeah. on the ground. He just Jordan is left a sickening yeah. bloody mess. There's limbs here. There's parts there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His head is rolling. Everything is a sort of- But the of... head's still humming night moves. Yeah, it's still humming. Exactly. It sounds, it sounds like a blockbuster. <laughs> no. A barn burner. Yeah. Let's, let's pitch this. All right. You and me, Amber. Let's, I got a meeting tomorrow with Brian Grazer. <laughs> Here we come, guys. Watch out. He played Opie, right? Yeah, that's Opie. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Okay. That's Opie from Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse. Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Max Fun Drive break. Hey, I want to, can I mention something before we Please get do. into describing what you get if you go mm-hmm. to MaximumFun.org slash donate? Hashtag JJ Go Big Hat. Mm-hmm. The Jordan, Jesse Go scholarship for lifelong learning for the person who wears the biggest hat. Continuing apace. As you hear this, the deadline for entries will have passed. If you search on Twitter right now for hashtag JJGoBigHat, you will see some of the amazing entries. Next week 
on Jordan Jesse Go, I will be discussing some of the finalists. Brian will have selected and provided to us and the Blue Ribbon Commission the finalists for that contest. Then we will be announcing it on the live Jordan Jesse Go that is the grand finale of the Max Fun Drive on the evening of March 31st. Exciting stuff, big hats. I'm not, and again, this is much bigger than us. This is about a commitment to lifelong learning. This is about major celebrities such as our mothers, mm-hmm. um, Gillian Jacobs from uh, Television's Love, uh, Cody, a hat maker I know, mm-hmm. Willima Hats in Altadena, California, Boots Riley, uh, the revolutionary socialist rapper from the Oakland hip-hop group The Coup. Uh, if you've never heard their music, I, I would recommend uh, I would recommend Me and Jesus the Pimp. A uh, song that I would say is maybe the only hip-hop song that has ever made me cry. Mm. A really beautiful and powerful song that uh, turns out is a metaphor for socialism. So, yeah. MaximumFun.org yeah. slash donate. Yeah. We got prizes. Yeah. Five bucks a month. That's far less than you pay for your Netflix and your Hulus and your Amazon Primeses. Yeah. Five bucks a month. You get awesome uh, bonus content from all Max Fun shows, including a secret episode we recorded with uh, fan favorite guest Robin Thede. Yeah. Where we opened up a random phone line and yeah. took whatever call came through. Yeah, it was fun. It's, it's a fucking blast. Uh, Robin, as you know, is the best. And uh, yeah, this is a really cool episode that you can only listen to if you if you donate. Robin Thede, soon to be the host of all television. All television. Programs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Slide. Lighting in for Ryan Seacrest. Uh, um, could you imagine if you were funny and good looking? No. Oh, God, that would be amazing. Uh, so, uh, this is a very cool I would cool... settle for funny or good looking. <laughs> this is a very, very cool episode. And uh, we have, God, how many years of bonus episodes up there? 75 years. 75 years. There uh, are like 200 hours of bonus content now in the yeah. in the Max Fun donor feed. So, we, we record a special Max Fun Drive bonus episode. And then throughout the year, we're putting more bonus episodes into that feed. I don't think it's something we talk about enough on the show, but if you are a donor, you're getting extra crazy, weird Jordan Jesse Go shit uh, that we're not putting in the regular feed. Periodically. Uh, Periodically. And if you... uh, No promises. (laughs) It'll it'll get crammed in there at a certain point. We'll cram it in there. It's a surprise. It's a surprise cramming. Uh, so yeah, if you uh, if you get on a, uh, over there to maximumfun.org slash donate, you can get all of those bonus episodes, and every single Max Fun show has bonus episodes. Every monthly donor gets those. Yeah, so if every you, single person, a five dollar month donor, yeah, you get all of that plus the self satisfaction. Yeah, ooh, you love that, don't you, you Absolute, smug motherfucker? Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, and uh, hey, got s- summertime's coming up. Yeah, road trips. Yeah, plane trips. Yeah. Uh, Boring boat trips, b- boat trips, dirigible flights. Sure, uh, skateboarding. You're gonna need shit to listen to on those long trips. How about a butt ton of bonus content? Fun runs. Five bucks a month, ten bucks a month. Get all that shit plus an exclusive enamel pen designed by Megan Lynn Cott. Now you can pick any show. Yes. Every the, show has an exclusive pin. Megan has designed these 22 pins or however many shows we have. I should know that. I own the company. Huh. However, it is clear to me that the pin that you will choose is the one that Megan has designed. It features a puppy in a tuppy. It says, I'm a tuppy on a beautiful ribbon 
and it will look great on your clothes or backpack. You're going to shit yourself when you see this thing. Handsome pins, bonus content. This thing's gorge. Super gorge. Short for gorgeous. Any Max Fun show you want, but you should pick ours. 20 bucks a month. Get that pin. You get that bonus content. Wait, hold on. Okay. This is additive? Yeah. So if you donate, depending on what level you give, donate. If I give $20 a month, I only get the $20 a month thank you gift. No, right? you get the bonus content. You get the pin, the I'm a Tuppy pin or whichever one you choose. And then you get the Keep in Touch Kit. Jesse, tell insane. us about the Keep in Touch Kit, 20 bucks a month. You get nine custom note cards plus envelopes. In three encouraging designs, designed by our own Sunny D, Brian Fernandez, a wonderful graphic designer. You get a four-color rocket-shaped pen. Yeah, that's right. Need to mark up a student's paper? Boom, hit him with red. Need to somebody to take you seriously? Pa-pow, hit him with black. Uh, who knows where you're coming from? You want to keep them on their toes? Boom, green. Hey, you want to smell something? Why don't you smell this rocket-shaped candle that smells like a freshly sharpened pencil? And friendship and a little bit of wax. That's true, because it's a candle. Uh, this is all in the Max Fun Keep in Touch Kit, 20 bucks a month. There's also a rocket stamp. Uh, and if you give $35 a month, you get all of those things that we just listed, plus a pair of rocket-engraved beer mugs. Ooh, now, what could you handsome. put What can you put in these mugs, Jordan? Well. What about a Pilsner? You could put a Pilsner. IPA? IPA. What if it's hoppy? Stouts. Sours. Mm-hmm. Pilsners. What about, what about root beers? Root beers, cream sodas. What about premium root beers? Waters. <laughs> yep. All that. What about a sparkling water? You can put a sparkling water in there. This Al- mug holds liquid. Alkaline water if you're dehydrated? Oh, <laughs> well, sure. Say you've got dysentery. Yeah, you got to get electrolytes. <laughs> yeah. Got to get them. Uh, Max Fun beer mugs, very handsome. Rocket ship logo, 35 bucks a month. You get those. You get the keep in touch kit. You get the pin. You get the bonus content. You hit it up to the century mark. I think that's uh, hundred bucks a month. Isn't isn't that uh, that's Jesse's golden eagles, right? I think so. Yeah, I think that's right. You get the inner circle, which is have you picked something out for the inner circle? Before? I've picked a couple things out for the inner circle. This is a a uh, very fun thing that Max Fun does, where a Max Fun host picks one of their favorite things to mail you each month. Uh, so each month you get a, a book, you get a DVD, comics, something cool that a Max Fun host is into, and uh, something that I think you would be into too. And $200 a month, you get all of that stuff plus free registration for MaxFunCon 2018. It is, it is a really remarkable array of stuff. However, I want to highlight one thing here, Jordan. Please do. That is this. Whether you're getting an enamel pin, whether you're getting bonus content, whether you're getting a keep-in-touch kit, whether you're getting mugs, mm-hmm. whether you're getting stuff in the mail from John Hodgman, whatever it is, okay, that's all poppycock. Mm-hmm compared to the real thing that you're getting, mm-hmm. which is the self-satisfaction, the warmth in your heart. Every time you listen to this show and every other Max Fun show, and you say to yourself, hey, I'm the reason that exists. Yeah. I'm not some deadbeat loafer. <laughs> I'm a stand-up citizen. Right. I'm the kind of person who puts my money where my mouth is. I've got a little cash, and I can put it down for stuff I like. I'm not a freeloader. I'm the kind of person who's going to throw a dollar down on the bar after I get my whiskey sour. Of course, because you're not a deadbeat, and you know that that bartender worked hard on that drink. And my whiskey Throw him sa- a buck. And my whiskey sour is free, too. Yeah. 
and the whiskey sour is entertainment <laughs> and information. Sure. I think this is holding up. Yeah. This is a perfect metaphor that I have not <laughs> tortured beyond no. sensicality. Uh, yeah. So so definitely, like, if, you know, if, if you want to tip your podcasters a bucket show, we would really, really appreciate it. Uh, and, you know, maybe think about doing a little extra because there's the world is full of I don't tip assholes, <laughs> which... I love to hear about during this time of year. Ooh, I love it. Oh, I love hearing. Thank you. I love I don't hearing tip. from those folks all the time because Ooh. what I love is I'll be thinking like, man, my adherence to the social conventions of society, the fact that I allow others in part to determine my behavior so that together we could be a stronger and bigger mm-hmm. thing than we would be alone. You know, so that we could group together to hunt or gather or create agriculture is so worthless in the face of their superior logic. The Mm, fact that they have developed mm, a system mm, that mm, is logical. mm, mm. And you know what I do when somebody – if somebody says to me about why I'm wrong about following social convention and they're right because it's more logical, you know what I usually like to do? First of all, I thank them. Second of all – I fillet them or give them a quick HJ. Sure. Third of all, I lift them up on my shoulders, for they are my rational kings. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hey, if you're, uh, if you, if you, uh, if you got yourself a job, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely go over there to maximumfund.org/slash/donate. Uh, a lot of good people here at MaxFun who uh, who rely on your donations to have a job. And, uh, yeah, definitely do it because the world is full of I-don't-tip assholes. I also the want world to... is just fucking full of them. I also want to mention Daniel Baruela running mm-hmm. the boards on this week's program, known as Dan sometimes, Danny, mm-hmm. to friends, uh, will be fired if you don't go to MaximumFun.org. Sure. He relies on you literally yes. for his food every day. Mm. His poor girlfriend would die. I mean, he would he would he would die first, and he'd encourage her to eat him sure. after he had died. Yeah, in a kind of grotesque, they had just to stay alive for a brief, mountain, a brief moment more plane crash scenario. Yeah, so <laughs> maximumfun.org/slash/donate. Uh, we don't want to resort to cannibalism. That's the last thing. <laughs> I we don't want. need that. Okay, let's get back to Jordan, Jesse, Go, and our pal Amber Nash. La, la, la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Amber Nash, fun time gal. She sure is. <laughs> you bet your buttons, Amber Nash, is a fun time gal. <laughs> also with us, joining us, a special surprise exclusive guest. Wait, hold on. Ever, I don't, now listen. Yeah. We've just met. Okay. It's perhaps too early in our relationship for me to make this sort of remark. Okay. It might even be too early to describe it as a relationship. Sure. <laughs> Your nickname sounds a little bit like it would be World War II slang for a prostitute. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Oh, oh well, that mission accomplished. Um, we also have a special guest here. Once in a while, we like to bring in a surprise special guest for the Momentous Occasion segment. Mm. And we've got a special guest visiting us from over 5,000 miles away. Roughly 6,000. A lot of miles. It's a lot of miles. Her name? Sarah Morgan. Beloved guest on this program. Comedy writer, performer a longtime head writer of International Waters on this very network. And uh, later this evening, we'll be holding her friend's baby while her <laughs> friend does a Q&A at the premiere of her film. Yeah. Uh, hello. Ahoy hoy. Uh, yeah, my friend Alice Lowe, her film Prevenge. Go and see it, America. Yeah, there you go. Good work. 
You got your you got you got your plugs in. You got your plugs in, Sarah. It's nice to see you. Thank (laughs) you for joining us. Thank you for having me. How are you finding America on this? Uh, Very exciting. Thank you for uh, uh, literally uh, my friend Jordan Moore sending me an email going. You know we've got uh, Amber Nash Pam from Archer on the show, and I got on a plane. That's basically what (laughs) happened. I am a harmless enthusiast. Yay! I will confess, and this is going to this is going to embarrass my friend Sarah Moore. Oh Christ! But the first time that. I met your flies down. <laughs> uh, the first time that I met uh, my friend Sarah Moore in real life, mm-hmm. IRL, uh, IRL, uh, she was wearing a T-shirt of Pam from Archer. That is the best thing I've ever heard. And I will take this opportunity to say I noticed it not only because it's uh, my favorite character on my favorite sure. show. Also because my, breasts. Oh, my wife has the same picture. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah, rewind. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of fans in here. Couldn't, couldn't let the opportunity pass. No, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my God. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. Amber, do you have Pam merch yourself? I do. And people are like, why don't you wear it? And I'm like, because I'd be the biggest douchebag in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, hey, guys, check this out. This is what I do for a living. Um, so I get really cool stuff. And then I'm like, I usually just give it away or like I'll do sure. like a Twitter thing and give something away to people and um you know and then i keep some for when i'm old and i don't have any jobs after this one and i'm like remember when i remember used to when i was thing? pam <laughs> yeah all right grandma what's your what's your favorite thing about being pam oh my god it's working i think no, it's my favorite yeah. thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure um not but, doing dinner theater <laughs> not doing dinner theater um but honestly i think it's it's getting to play that character like uh-huh. i after like the second season i was like man I got the best fucking character on the show. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. really lucky. Yeah. And um, Adam, who writes all the episodes, who's the creator of the show, like, really has given me some gems over the years and, and really started to write the character in new and interesting ways, and it's just awesome. Do Jeez. people... I think I know the answer to my own question. Okay. But when you are out and about yeah. and you meet an Archer fan, yeah. what do do they want? Do they try and make you say stuff in the voice and what do they want you to say? I think I know what the answer is. They usually just ask me to say something and I don't – and I have a go-to. Yeah. Um, and it's holy shit snacks that's because that's I, yeah, her yeah, sure, sure. catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. So that's usually what happens. This is a lot of fun learning about yeah. Pam. Pam I'm so excited about it. Me too. Yes. Me too. I'm so excited about it. Is it weird to have a crush on Pam? Not that I do. I get a lot of that online, man. Oh, People boy. are like, "Oh, I bet you get some art." Oh there's like, boy! There's like two seconds in the trailer for the next season where Pam's wearing a suit for like two seconds, and I was the most excited I've ever been. That's Just how big my Pam crush is. Wait, it's going to be such a fun season. It's such a fun season. We already recorded all the episodes, and it's. It's so crazy. But just today, I was reading a tweet from a guy that was like, uh, so who would you bone first, Amber Nash or Pam? And I was just like, that's so gross. First of all, yeah. thank you for tagging me in that. Thank you yeah. for putting my handle in your weird sex tweet. Yeah, uh, yeah so it's, people are weird. People yeah. Are really weird. But I don't think it's weird. I think like what I love about Pam is she's such a like body positive, mm-hmm. sex positive. Like She doesn't give a shit about what anybody thinks. Sure. And so she's just like, of course that's attractive. She's proud like, of her Yakuza tattoos. Yes. She's like so – She's all she is is confidence. It's I, awesome. I will say this. Again, I'm not saying that I have a crush on Pam, but I kind of do. And I find it distressing. 
I'm like, that's a cartoon character that I kind of have a crush on. <laughs> that doesn't seem appropriate to me. Sure. I guess, I guess I'm a millennial. I should be more comfortable right. with having romantic feelings toward cartoon characters. It's where we're all headed anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> body, yeah. body pillows and cartoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's some sexy, sexy Pam cosplay out there, too. I believe it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, I always like it when you see a cosplay group that's like all the archers. Yeah. It's always like really it's cool pretty and fun. satisfying. Pretty anyway. fun. Well, when something momentous happens to you, <laughs> like you see all the archers, mm-hmm. <laughs> we ask you to give us a call at 206-984-4FUN for our segment, Momentous Occasions. That number, once again, so you can put it in your telephone, 206-984-4FUN. Here's our first call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse. Go this was going from New York, from Sunset Park. I just saw a dog flying a kite, which is pretty dope. Just wanted to let you know that, uh, you know that this dog was pretty awesome. And uh, I love the show. Thank you guys very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> I thought he, just, he told you. Like, how nice. He just wanted to let you know. Yeah. The dog was awesome. Oh, boy. Thank you. Because I, I was wondering, can a dog fly a kite? Yeah. Is that what it was? Fly a kite? Did it want to be flying yeah. a kite? Yeah. I mean, maybe it gets a treat at the end. I mean, it certainly doesn't naturally want to at fly a end. kite. But maybe it's been conditioned. Now, yeah. hold on. You're saying that it... Now, you don't have dogs. You've got a cat. That's true. I have two dogs. <laughs> oh, maybe I... Coco and Sissy would speaking. love to fly a kite. Really? Yeah. My dog would be like, why am I doing this? <laughs> well, Please dog, don't put me on Instagram. Your dog, your dog lacks a sense of nature's majesty. True. That is very true. Because one of the things about uh, flying a kite is it really helps you appreciate, I guess, wind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also I'd be a little afraid that the dog, because dogs are generally smaller than humans, so it could get picked up and swept away depending on how windy oh, it is. Oh, boy, yeah, that's oh, a yeah. concern. Yeah, my, you got a high-powered kite, like my a high-performance kite. My yeah. kid's got a whole uh, book about this. Mm-hmm. It's a dog that has got a kite, flies into the air. All of a sudden, it's all over everywhere. <laughs> this dog's going to Africa. This dog's going to the North Pole. He's talking <laughs> to penguins. This dog, is, this dog is going wild. Well, it worked out in that instance. Yeah. But, I mean, it seems like in general it would be kind of dangerous. Well, I'll tell you what. Jordan. Hmm. Works out for that dog. Dog gets a great world tour. Ends up coincidentally back at his old abode. Mm-hmm. You know the classic his own his own home. Mm-hmm. Kite falls on the ground. Guess who's checking it out at the end of the book? Yeah, that's Samuel right. Samuel L. Jackson. That's right. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. From Whoa! Fiction. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it is amazing. It is truly amazing. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show you, Samuel L. Jackson will do anything for a million dollars. He'll take so, uh, any role. <laughs> He's willing to take any role. What, a, what, what animal? I'm going to throw this out to the group sure. McLaughlin group Would style. I like to tie a kite to? Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> a snake. <laughs> what animal, wild or domesticated, and I'm excluding humans because if you ask me, Humans are animals, too. Right. <laughs> but that was, I, I have this little fragment of a children's <laughs> song in my head that I don't know if it was like a Sesame Street thing or if it's just something my mom sang. But it's, people are animals, animals, too. 
Does that ring a bell to anybody? It's haunting. Is that the Sex Pistols? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> My mom played me a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of like classic punk vinyl. Is that what your mom sang you to explain to you the concept of war? All <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, mommy, I'm confused by Operation Desert Shield. <laughs> Why is Norman Schwarzkopf storming? <laughs> well, people are animals. Animals too. Ah. And I'm like, oh, that's right. We all have a beast inside us. The question is, if you could pick one animal <laughs> most likely to fly a kite. Oh. Wait, now, because Jordan says the dog wouldn't fly a kite. Amber says she doesn't think her dog would fly a kite. I say my dogs would love to fly a kite. Sarah hasn't weighed in. Yeah, but let's talk about other animals. <laughs> my cat would ruin a kite's yeah. life. My cat would have no truck with a kite whatsoever. So, hmm. Jordan, I'm going to go to you first. Kite fish. A kite oh. fish? Mm-hmm. He would sense the assonance in his name. <laughs> right. And huh. that they have a certain they have a certain kinship. Sure. Not just linguistic, but mm-hmm. you know, it's not called a ki- it's not called a kite fish for nothing. Yeah. I don't think there's such a thing as a kite fish. Is, is there? Is there? Not? I don't know. I Are you that's thinking w- of a skate. That was the joke I was making. The joke I, I was making is that it would be this fake fish that has chitin in its name. I think I've probably been watching too much Octonauts lately <laughs> and just assume that sure. anything anyone says is the name of a real fish. Anyway, that was my joke is that there's a kite fish. It Got doesn't it. exist, but of course that would be the animal. My daughter gave a Jokes really best when you explain them. intense <laughs> My daughter gave a really intense lecture to another elementary school parent on the subject of monarch butterflies while I was trying to get her to get in the car this morning, so Just get in the car. <laughs> yeah, just get in the car. They go to Mexico to die? Mm. Oh. That's what she told this mom. The mom was like, oh, everything dies. Sure. <laughs> My mom's daughter first time confronting death. To her. Yeah. Okay, Sarah Morgan. Yes. Sarah Morgan, what? television writer. Uh-huh. Film and Famous television writer. Famous on our feet, television writers, yeah. yeah. Uh, what animal is most likely to fly a kite? Do you want to go out and have a cigarette? Think about <laughs> sure, this first. Yeah, give me five minutes. Yeah. I'm sure someone can punch us up. Uh, let's go. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to go, well, hang on. If I can just make, what about a flying squirrel? Because then they could yeah. go behind it and there'd be kind of an aquaplaning they're very kind of thing. Ki- they're very kite-like. Yeah. 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 That's a I've gra- got nothing. That's no, a re- flying no, that's squirrel's a pretty good. solid okay. piece of business. Wow. Yeah. I don't think no. there's a good answer to this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, other than that, it's tying a kite to a thing yeah. and watching yeah. it float. Like an up, which is delightful. Yeah. Amber, you're a professional improviser. You probably got a funny answer to this. <laughs> oh yeah, this impossible question. Which pro quo, Jesse? What would you like yeah. to say? Bear. Oh yeah, sure. Oh. I like to stand Fox. on their back Fox feet. Like, that's really yeah. good. Yeah, but that is good. Yeah. You know, I I'm I'm going opposite a little bit and thinking like, you know. Uh, something yours was a fish. What yeah. was yours again? Sorry, a flying squirrel. But I a mean, flying that's squirrel. Not, that's so not they're already in the air. So these and a kite fish. He can fly, right? <laughs> yeah. So we're thinking about <laughs> yeah, things that already fish. can fly. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe somebody that really needs it, like a like a mole. Yeah, mm, like who's maybe never seen the surface. Yeah. And when you right. say he really needs it, you mean for like emotional reasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh, another day of being his, a mole. His mole no wife break. is busting his balls all the time. <laughs> sure, just, yeah, just digging with these giant claws. Yeah. She's fucking that groundhog behind his back. <laughs> oh, yeah. he kind of knows. He suspects. That's classic mole drama. Yeah, yeah. you know what he needs. No drama, mama, baby. <laughs> drama, mama. Yeah, perhaps try the Bahamas. Yeah, uh, we got another call. Let's hear it. So uh, my name is Tom, and I was just driving on the freeway here in Michigan where I live, 
and a white Camaro came flying up behind me. Uh, I was in the passing lane, and it stayed on my tail for a little while before whipping around to my right, passing me, and I look over, and my eyes locked with the driver of the white Camaro, and it was Kid Rock. (laughs) To flip me off before speeding off into the sunset. And the best part of the entire encounter was he had a tremendously white, fuzzy steering wheel cover and was wearing some kind of fur as well. Uh, Enjoy that image. All right. Love the show, guys. I'm changing my answer from bear to kid rock. (laughs) Oh, wow, that was a good call. Brilliant. (laughs) And imagine, like, what what a day maker. I know. And, you know, obviously it stirs up emotions when you get flipped off on the road. But I think when it's Kid Rock, that's just him, like, waving to get over. Yeah. And it sounds like the way that he described the look of him, it's like he's in this white Camaro. He's got a white steering wheel. He's wearing a fur coat. It's like he came from heaven. (laughs) (laughs) He came from Camaro heaven. (laughs) So brilliant. Uh, I like how on brand that is for Kid Rock. I really like it, too. And he's from Detroit, right? Is that right? Yes. This guy's in Michigan, so it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think it makes tearing, sense. Tearing ass down the Detroit highway, yeah. flipping people off in his white Camaro. Wow. Highway to heaven runs yeah. through Detroit, my friend. I've heard wow. that. I've heard that. You, you know, know, in Camaro heaven, they have unlimited pre-mixed cocktails and cans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Get a nice cold like, G&T. Yeah. Nice. It sounded like one of those Bill Murray encounters. You know, like, yes. Like, like, yeah. No one will believe you. Everyone will believe you, Kid Rock. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is what we Everyone expected you to be doing. Yeah, what else have you got yeah, to do? Yeah. It's like, Bill Murray joined my dodgeball game? Okay, that's pretty yeah. crazy. Kid Rock flipped me off in his Camaro. Sure, <laughs> yeah, sure I would have right. assumed. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't know this. Kid Rock is an actor now. <laughs> He's a bit oh. of a method actor, and oh. I, I think... He was preparing to audition for a role as Kid Rock. Ah, <laughs> or the lead singer of White Snake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You could also do that. I would watch that TV movie. Kid Rock <laughs> plays the lead singer of White Snake. <laughs> yes. I actually have a similar story to this. Please. Uh, really? Yes. I was sitting in Atlanta traffic one time, and it, but this person wasn't irate or didn't flip me off. But I was stuck behind this like kind of a jalopy vehicle. And I needed to go around, and I went around this car. It was pretty stop-and-go traffic. And I looked at the person in the driver's seat, and it was Gary Coleman. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Who are- I was sure you were going to say Wolf Blitzer. A hundred percent. Who are the, like, Atlanta local celebs? Um, gosh, you know, people would think that it'd be, like, the Real Housewives, but I've never seen one of them oh, ever okay. because they live in, like, the rich part of town, sure. which is, like, not where everybody else lives because it sucks. <laughs> um, what are we talking about, a ludicrous? You know, I've seen Usher several times. That's pretty good. Yeah, and he's awesome. He Like, when I saw him, I was at, like, a Moe's getting a burrito, and I go out, and he's in his, like, Escalade or whatever, <laughs> and a guy, he'd stand, he stood in line with the rest of us waiting for his burrito. What is a Moe's? A Moe's is, like, a Willie's. Do you have Willie's? No. no. It's a chain, like a Chipotle. We call it Best yes, Chipotle. Food. Yeah. 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 
Um, it's just like okay, a, like a like, like a, a make your own burrito yeah, place. Burrito okay. place. Um, and the guy, a guy that was inside came out and like flagged him down and he like totally pulled over and like signed some autographs and gave them to the guy. And then the, the other time I saw him, he was dropping his mom off at the movie theater. <laughs> he just <laughs> seems like a cool dude. That's yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Sarah, who are your local celebrities? In London? Yeah. Well, you know, we have many. <laughs> uh, the Queen. The Queen, yeah. <laughs> that's a good que- one. The Queen's husband. Okay. Uh, other other. People know the Queen, yeah. yeah. Oh, and I live in Tottenham, so Adele, obviously. Oh, okay, yeah. sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, local, local girl. But you local don't have girl. Ricky Gervais anymore. That's the top celebrity in all of England. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Did yeah. you know this? I'm going to give you guys a quick fact about Ricky Gervais. He's such a closed book. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to be thrilled to learn anything at all about the man. A lot of people think that Ricky Gervais is a pious man, but in fact, that's what I assumed. He doesn't believe in God. You wouldn't what? know this. You wow. wouldn't know this. Wow. You know, assuming that wow. you had never seen him appear on a wow. television talk program or seen his Twitter feed or any interview sure. with him, you would not know that he does not believe in God. Mm-hmm. It he, turns out this guy is a straight up atheist. He oh invented gosh. not believing in God. He wow. did that film, The Invention yeah. of Not Believing in God. It was, it was, what the fuck? This guy doesn't believe in God. A lot of people think that Ricky Gervais can't become president because he wasn't born in the United <laughs> mm-hmm. States. It's actually because. We're never going to elect a dirty atheist like Ricky Gervais. <laughs> sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, fun facts about England's top celebrity, <laughs> Ricky Gervais, from television's Derek. <laughs> Derek himself. <laughs> well, Sarah Morgan, thank you for joining oh, us for Momentous Occasions. I'm so glad I won this contest. Thank you. Sarah, yeah. Uh, the next time you're. Thank you for sitting in all those cereal box tops. <laughs> I know. The next time you're in America and you and Jordan, I guess I'm just asking, the next time that you guys are, the next time Elvira is is doing a show and then uh, the, you guys the, are in America You know together, I always come to America for Halloween. And then, and then you guys are going, I know I have a family and I'm, sometimes <laughs> it's hard for me. You were in and I know that I'm, I'm the not as, I know that I'm not as cool as Jordan and... <laughs> And I know that you guys are both television writers. I'm just a dumb old public radio host. Oh. But I was wondering if next time I could go to Knott's Berry Farm. Knott's <laughs> Berry Farm. farm. Elvira doesn't show up at Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very uh, close to Pirates, a dinner adventure. I got to go to both of those places yeah. while I'm here. Yeah, you got uh, I'm sure I'll be back in November. We <laughs> 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 yes. can go to Knott's Berry Farm. Thank you, Sarah right. Morgan. I'm going to go. We'll Thank be you. back in just a second. On, we'll be Bye, back guys. in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Now we've appealed to your hearts. Mm-hmm. We've appealed to your minds. We've appealed to your nether regions. Sure. Now it's time to appeal to something else. What's that, Jesse? I probably should have thought of that before I went into that riff. <laughs> so what? Are we, so okay, we've been talking about maximumfun.org stuff. Here's you know kind of how Max Fun works. It works yeah. because people donate. Yeah, things people can get when they donate. An embarrassment which are awesome of things, riches. An, an awesome things, by the way. Variety of things. Uh, so you get stuff. You get to keep the lights on. You keep make sure this cool content keeps coming. So what else? Uh, well, you get fellowship. Hey. You know, maximum fund donors aren't just uh, 
a group of disconnected persons all around the globe. They're pals in real life. Yeah, we're having uh, Max Fun meetups uh, all over, certainly America. I don't know. Can we say the world? Yeah, I think we've already got some international ones coming. That's awesome. So, yeah, if you, uh, you want to uh, hang out, meet some other Max Fun fans during the Max Fun drive, uh, you can head over to MaximumFun.org and find a meetup in your area. Yeah, it's MaximumFun.org slash meetups2017. Everything is going down Tuesday, March 28th at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. wherever you are. Yeah. So I'm so talking about... Staggered. Ta- talking about Topeka. Sure. Talking about Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Talking about... Uh, Billings, Montana. Medicine Hat. Yeah. Talking about uh, Shapoopy. All that stuff. The girl is hard to get. <laughs> These are just songs from the Music Man. Yeah. At this point, I'm just naming songs from the Music Man. Talking about Mary and the Librarian. The If you live in an actual place, River it's not City. just a song from the Music Man. Live in River City. Go on Music over to MaximumFun.org slash Meetups 2017. Find a meetup in your area and come hang out on the 28th, March 28th, 7 o'clock. It'll be a shit ton of fun. And I want to thank also everyone who goes on Twitter, who goes on Facebook, who goes in real life, shames their friends. Yeah, do it. And brags about supporting the Max Fund Drive. You will notice during the Max Fund Drive, my Twitter feed is basically a river of folks who are bragging about supporting MaximumFun.org. And it's because when I see that, I it is like – it is amazing to me. Like I've been doing – I start, we Jordan and I started doing mm-hmm. The Sound of Young America in 2000. Yeah. The year 2000. That's 18 years ago. The country was far more innocent than it is now. Yeah, we had just elected our greatest president, mm-hmm. George W. Bush. Who would be, go on to be our greatest painter. Exactly. And our greatest uh, fighter, our greatest boxer. Sure. Uh, well... No holds barred fighter as well. Right, sure. Cage, I mean, I think yeah, cage, he does cage bar fighting. Room. Yeah, bar room. Uh, he ballroom. Tra- <laughs> ballroom blitzing. Yeah, certainly. It's been known to blitz a ballroom yeah. too. Um, and you know, eighteen years ago, I mean, can you imagine that fifteen thousand, twenty thousand people would support maximumfund.org? Yeah, it would. It would have been a crazy thought I mean, at we, the time. Granted, we had not yet registered maximumfund.org. That's true. No, it was a, a a gleam in your eye. Yeah, but like, it is amazing to me that we have had this career in media, and we don't work for slim gyms. Yeah. You know, we don't work. We don't work for uh, the latest movie studios, the movies that are coming out, and we got to tell you how much we loved them, even if we didn't. Sure, we're completely independent, and we for real work for you. Yeah, you are totally our bosses, and if uh, and the, definitely the thing that gets me to the studio, you know, on those weeks when I'm super fucking busy, or you know, the last thing in the world I want to do is drive across town at the end of a long day. Is like, oh, I have these bosses. That'll be fucking pissed if we don't put out an episode. <laughs> but we'll also be, and this is the thing that I love about Max Fun Drive Time, mm-hmm. is like, I think the thing that we get more, you know, you would think that when you say this, when you're asking mm-hmm. for help and you're telling people, oh, please support us and whatever, you'd think that what would happen is people would see it as an opportunity to tell you what they don't like about you. Sure. Right? An opportunity to boss you around or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Opportunity to say, yeah, fix this, fix that. I'm yeah. your boss. Nah, nah, nah. What actually happens is these are the 12 days when I hear from the most people about what 
our work means to them. And it absolutely, you know, it it jets to my core. Mm-hmm. You know, it it burns me right through the veins to the center of my being. It's absolutely amazing. And, um, yeah, I'm just so I'm, – I'm so grateful for it. Like, I really am uh, – you know the idea of the the idea of folks throwing us a couple bucks and saying to us, you know, you're a dumb fucking show, got me through a tough time or a bad breakup or um, your show is what keeps me pumping iron at the gym or <laughs> uh, you know your show is what what gets me through my twelve hour days at the holidays when I'm delivering packages or you know your show is you know when I when I moved to Korea to teach English I never made another friend but you guys were my English speaking <laughs> friends until finally my indentured servitude was over <laughs> um, like all these amazing things that uh people tell us about what our weird dumb show means to them uh it's my favorite time of the year for that reason totally and, yeah definitely everybody 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 uh who does a show uh loves hearing from people who like that show because sometimes it feels like you're just talking into a void and uh, definitely when people uh, say that they like the show and uh, when they donate to support it, it's an awesome feeling because definitely this uh, uh, does sometimes feel like we're just chatting to ourselves and it goes out and nobody cares. And uh, yeah, it's like always great to be reminded year after year that people are listening, they like it, and uh, yeah, it's something that they think uh, deserves money. Yeah. So go to MaximumFun.org slash donate if you like the show. If you're, if you're new to the show, I, I, I want to give the the standard proviso we mm-hmm. give every year. If you're sure. unemployed, you are not required to donate, and you are, should not feel bad about it. If you do not have a job, uh, whether it's because you're too young to work. Mm. If you're too young to work, you're too young to listen to this program. Let's sure. be honest. Yeah. Plus, I think kids should work. Yeah. Kids have been too lazy Get for Get in a mine. What do you want, a participation award? Yeah, come on. <laughs> I'll Snapchat one to you, Jesus Christ! If you're not working, we won't we won't guilt trip you. In fact, you are you are welcome to enjoy the show for free. If you're new to this show, maybe you didn't even realize it was donor supported. Um, but we are so grateful for everybody who who stands up and steps up, and it's easy. So just go to maximumfund.org/donate. You can do it on your phone. You can do it on your computer when you get to work. Um, you know, it takes two minutes, and then for the rest of your life, you will know. That you are one of the people who makes it happen, and not one of the people who uh, saw the opportunity and shirked it. Mm-hmm. No shirkers. Maximumfun.org/slash/donate. Cool stuff. A butt ton of bonus content. Yeah. Butt ton. Uh, and all and all kinds all kinds of cool stuff. Maximumfun.org/slash/donate. We appreciate it. Go take a look at those pins. There's a picture of that fucking pin. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh look that at the Tuppy's pin. pin is so good. It's a nice, nice pin. Ooh, I gotta get that Tuppy's pin. You gotta. You gotta. Put that on your Girl Scout sash. Sure. Sell, you know, sell double the cookies. <laughs> yeah, increase your cookie sales. Go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Amber Nash, a good time gal. Amber Nash, yeah. I can't even begin to dig deep enough into my heart okay. to express to you my gratitude that you came and wasted such a significant portion of your life with us. <laughs> it means so much. And not only that, you brought a publicist 
who we forced to sit through this nightmare. Yeah. She's just taken her headphones off because she had to go to the bathroom or something. But now they're back on. I'm so grateful that you wasted her time as well. You know, that's how I like to do it. I've done a lot of weird podcasts where I go to weird places (laughs) and people are like, I make a podcast in this place. And I'm like, this seems suspect. Mm -hmm. Is a net going to come down on me? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You're just like, huh, what is this strange coliseum? And then someone hands you a net and a trident and pushes you onto some sand. That's right. That's right. So this was, uh, you know, it was a refreshing new start. For Aww. podcasting. It's fantastic. We're not all bad. No. Not all podcasters. Yeah. It's like improvisers. You just got to find the good ones. Yeah. Most are bad. <laughs> yeah. Most are very bad. Got to dig through and find the good ones. Sure. Amber, what, 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 do, you, what do you got on the horizon? We're, 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 we got big events coming up for the season whatever number we're on, five? Eight. Eight? Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> season I'm eight. I was watching uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia the mm-hmm. other day. Mm-hmm. Somehow better than ever, by the way. So always sunny in Philadelphia. And it was like season 74, and I realized that I'm going to die soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the lesson that I took from that. Season 8 of Archer. That's right. The premiere is coming up in April, right? April 5th. April number 5. Yes. I'm not going to miss that, Jordan. You're going to miss that? No fucking way. Sweet. It really is. I want to say very sincerely, Jordan, as you go, listeners, sincerely my favorite television program. That's awesome. It's the best. It's the funniest thing on TV. I really appreciate that because I, I also feel like I'm lucky that I get to be on that show because if I wasn't on it, I'd watch it anyway. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. a good show. Yeah. It's a fantastic show. And we're so we're so grateful that you took the time to come and be here with us. I had a blast. You guys are, are big, dumb knuckleheads, and it's really fun. It's true. <laughs> Oh, true. I love pounding those nerves. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I get them by the collar, throw them up against the locker. I say, hey, Poindexter, yeah. how about a knuckle sandwich? I'm so tough like a daddy. I'm just a <laughs> real daddy. Oh, I'm a big leather daddy, and I'm going to pound you. <laughs> That's how tough I am. Yeah. Um, I'm, I got a real mask musk <laughs> situation going on. Yes. Uh, and yeah, and you know, Archer is... You know, sometimes you see a show, yeah. And you're like, this thing's got great writing. Or sometimes you watch a show and you have this thing has great performances. Mm. Archer is so fucking good because both of those things are so fucking good. Yeah, it is. You guys are the funniest cartoon voices in the biz, saying the funniest jokes in the biz. Yeah, it's the best show. Wow, thanks, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. That's a sincere truth. I'm a I'm a pro- fucking professional culture critic. Yeah. It's it's my job to be straight with people. Cool. If I tell people, go see MacGruber, you better go see MacGruber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking MacGruber's great. <laughs> sure. And Archer's my favorite shit. Sweet. Everybody knows. Just like everybody knows, my only career ambition is to play Professor Harold Hill in The Music Man. I'm willing to come to Atlanta. <laughs> Make some calls on my behalf. Please, I will. Amber. I can probably get this hooked up before I leave here today. I'm on NPR in Atlanta now. You are? Yeah. They, they picked me up recently, so I'm a major celebrity. Well, then I will be hearing your voice because that's literally all I listen to when I'm in the car. I'll, call, I'll get Wolf Blitzer mm-hmm. on the line. Okay. We'll go down there. We'll sing Ida Rose. Yeah. They'll be wowed. Yeah. At that Dancing with the Murder and Stars. Yeah. <laughs> was it Dancing and Killing with dancing the Stars? And dying dancing and Dying with, with the, the Stars. stars. Got it. <laughs> Amber Nash. Sorry, Jason Hamburger and Fries? <laughs> <laughs> no. Tom, Tom Hamburger and Fries. Tom, Tom Burger and, and fries. fries. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it starts Berger on. Yeah. yeah. Tom Burger, Burger and, and fries. fries. He helps us say it fast. What's weird is they serve Chinese food at the dinner theater, <laughs> yeah. so it didn't even really... Uh-huh. should have been something about chow mein. I couldn't tell you. 
Um, and in conclusion, Smacks Fund Drive, MaximumFun.org slash donate. Everybody out there, uh, we are so grateful to everybody uh, who supports us during the Max Fund Drive. It means so much to us. We're going to get to that 10,000 goal and uh, maybe take a ride in a blimp. Maybe. That's an idea I came up with. Okay. Should we talk? We'll talk about that next week. That'd be great. I was thinking maybe we'd do the show in a blimp. Okay. Because I heard a guy emailed me. Mm-hmm. Our slogan for the year. Yeah. We're wrapping up the show here. But our slogan <laughs> for the year is let's punch a blimp. Yeah. It conveys the spirit of uh, energetic defiance. Yeah. And excitement with which we face down 2017. Great. And it's, a, it's also about community. Mm-hmm. It's about bon- gr- coming together to punch the blimp. Yeah. You know, they put this on shop where my little antique store online, a uh, guy bought something from us and he put a note, thank you so much. I uh, always appreciate everything you do here and I'm a big Jordan Jesse Go listener and I just want to let you know, last week I punched the Goodyear blimp. Not bad. That's the blimp. That's the blimp that to punch. That is the blimp. I mean, gonna... I don't know. There's the MetLife blimp. Oh, yeah. It's also, you know, and again. Snoopy can suck it. <laughs> But what 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 blimp is your key blimp? Might be a, more of a regional thing. Could so be. It could be the Goodyear blimp. We're more familiar with out here, but maybe there in the what south. About that Fuji film Good blimp. Point. Never seen this blimp. I think there's a Fuji film blimp. Yeah, I oh. might. I, that might not be true. Take a shot at that asshole. Daniel, you're at it. Daniel, Daniel's behind your shoulder running the boards today. Gave a look like I had just suggested that fucking. Uh, that fucking Jughead from Archie and Veronica was the president of the United States. <laughs> when I said there was a Fuji film blimp, he gave a look like I had just said that my favorite pet was Hungry Lions. <laughs> Is there a blimp? There's a Fujifilm Fuji blimp. Thank you very much. <laughs> and on that note... And by saying MaximumFun.org slash donate, our thank you, of course, to Daniel Baruela filling in this week for Brian Sunny Deep Fernandez, our ordinary producer. Brian's off making television programs. You can comment on the show at MaximumFun.reddit.com or by hashtagging it JJGo on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne at Jordan underscore Morris. What are you, Amber? I'm at Amber C. Nash. She doesn't need you. She's already got 75,000 followers. She's not Woo-hoo. sweating it, but... Uh, You know, go over there, see what Amber has to say. It's probably something fun. Probably fun. Let's be honest. She's a good time gal. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, And uh, join us on Facebook as well. And thanks to everybody who's donated. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.